Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. Preston is not with me right now. I'm actually in Colorado as we speak. So instead of our regularly scheduled programming, this week you all are going to be treated with some of the leftovers from the Pierce Wells episode we did at the beginning of the season. Uh, The first part of it, we talk about music in general, and we talk about if modern music is in a good place or not, and that is one juicy conversation. And in the second part of this episode, I'm going to talk about my adventures in sports betting, and why I'm never going to do that again, and we also talk about if LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time, which I know is a played out conversation, but I don't know. We might have some spicy takes about that as well. So we're going to make up for your lack of regular episode this week with a super special episode next week when I return to the Ville. So enjoy this episode. I love having Pierce on because he's a guest that's not afraid to go for 90 minutes and we always have a good time even when we can't fill it all in one episode so i hope you guys enjoy bye so i wonder what that's gonna be like when he gets out he's gonna think about how much different life will be in 22 years and we're gonna be like Tony Lane just got out. Mm-hmm. They're still gonna be making trap music. <laughs> it's gonna be exactly the same. Yeet's gonna be the biggest artist in forty years. Well, Yeet, I don't even remember. Does people still listen to Yeet? Yes, they do. Yes, people love Yeet. I haven't personally given Yeet a listen. I mean, I've heard all this stuff that everyone else has heard, but I've never like taken time to listen to his discography. It's pretty awful. Do you know who we're talking about? Yeet. Yeet. I think so. Yeet. It's so funny how memed he's been in like Family Guy and stuff. Has he? Yeah. He's been in Family Guy, hasn't he? Like I think he like he was actually like him in Family Guy. Or they they might have just made fun of him, I don't know. But it's just like, dang. Yeet's really uh That's how you know you've crossed over. I with guess family. he's been like a family pioneer guy. of some sort of new generation. I don't know. Or at least, you know, the theoretical head of this new wave of music. <laughs> He's in it, isn't he? Oh my fucking god. I'm pulling up the video. Fuck you, TikTok ad. I'm not gonna get you. Oh yeah, this is nothing. I've been in uncomfortable situations before. Like whenever I meet famous people. I like cereal. I like Frosted Flakes. What about you? I do! But you don't, Peter. You don't. Is that it? <laughs> what the fuck? Son, no, my son on my neck. Oh Lord! <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> son on my neck. Get it. So did you see all these things about like Lil Pump like coming out as like his like normal self? Have you seen that? As his normal. Self. I saw something about that. What was the deal with that? I don't know. I guess he's like decided to like be like hey guys it was an image thing nice good 
And then uh, I also saw in an interviews uh, some dude asking him, so it was like, do you believe J. Cole was right? You know, J. Cole saying that his career was going to go to shit if he didn't change up or whatever. And he was like, no. Like, I mean, I don't know who, I don't know. Maybe. Who listens to you? I don't yeah. know. Whatever, man. If I'm glad he, like, let everyone know it was, like, a, an image. Instead of just, like, changing up out of nowhere. Yeah, but I will say this, that people are always going to be like, well... Is this an image then? Mm-hmm. So you kind of play yourself when you do stuff like that. Tough. It's tough to be famous. That's why I don't know if it's really good for anyone. But who mm-hmm. knows? It's crazy to see how much modern rap music or trap music has consolidated over the years. Because all the all the little fizzle out one hit wonder, two hit wonder type of people, though... What I've seen is the motherfuckers without any versatility. Those are the people not here right now. Yeah. Lil Pump had some decent songs. I'm not going to act like he was just completely trashed. But he only had one note that he could play. So that's kind of what fucks him over over yeah. time. Because, I... because when you're a fan of somebody and all you get is the same content, the same production, the same vocal inflection, nothing is different between the songs. Same thing that happened with the baby. People were just tired mm. of it at a certain point, even outside of all the you know controversy shit with him. Because we've seen historically, controversy does not yeah just that's stop not how you make careers yeah. either though. Because they definitely will Bruh. do that too, where they'll try to just be outrageous for the purposes of gaining. A year ago, Kendrick said the f word a hundred times on a song. Is he not still one of the biggest rappers of all time? Well, that's not what he's getting canceled for, right? It's one of the things he's getting canceled for. Oh, the F word? Oh. Kendrick. I thought you were saying fuck. I was like... No. I was like, why would he get canceled for that? <laughs> oh, that was like, I don't remember now. That was the F word when we were younger. Now we can just say it. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> yeah, but another thing, too, where you were saying, uh, where you don't show any versatility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think you need a certain amount of versatility. Because those... Thing about but everyone everyone's always like I'm versatile. It's what everyone says, but, but it's, not, it's not true though. It's about executing it though. Yeah, for sure. And in the past ten years, in the past ten years, those are the artists that have really still been successful. Even Drake, the fact that Drake's kind of been able to do more current sounds and do, you know, some but, other bullshit. Yeah. He's always been known for, like, singing and rapping. Though. People would have no interest in Drake right now if he wasn't constantly doing different shit. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of known for it now. Because, look at Rod Wave, bro. Rod Wave has one move into the emotional, you know, inflection of his voice. He can only make one type of song. I mean, it's just like, here's the thing. is how much are you going to pander to a certain audience? You know, maybe he doesn't want to make anything else. And that was just a, a business or personal decision. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're only trying to go for the people that have had, like, the same experiences as you and stuff like that, I mean, they're always going to love that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Just same with, like, like EDM producers. They always, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're, it's all it kind all of, kind it's, of it's same. all kind of the same. But if you're like, into that stuff, though, you're going to be into yeah, it. You're going to keep just, listening. You're scratching a specific itch that's always going to be there. So there's, like, a consistency with that. Now, that being said, do I think Rod Wave's style and audience is always going to be there if he doesn't change I don't know I, it already isn't but yeah I mean I, I I don't think he's unless he changes it up he'll reach the heights that he was earlier 
But I mean, I, I think still, about Quavo. He's still touring bro. and making money. Think about Quavo. Quavo has not improved his sound at all, and it's always kind of been the same thing since 2017, 2016 when they blew the fuck up. It's like exactly the same, and that's so different from so artists that are still very popular. Twenty One Savage. At one point in time, he wouldn't say he's very versatile. I'd say he's very versatile now. Yeah, he does a ton sure. of shit. He has music with J. Cole, and he has music with uh, Young Nudie. That's about as much versatility as he can have around. Post Malone. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, some people, uh, yeah. It's all just like, like some people let their, their, their personal, the way they feel about it personally, stop them from getting bigger, and you can't be mad at it. Well, and also, like, the consistency factor is a lot easier if you're just making... Yeah. The same kind of music yeah, and that's over and over and yeah. over again. If you just keep and if your target out. audience really is just people that are like, oh, another so-and-so song came out. And they don't care if it's fucking good or bad. Yeah, they're they're going to listen to They just attach to the music. Yeah, yeah for sure. I think uh, Eminem does that. Mm-hmm. He does that the most successfully. I think pop music has that cachet more oh, yeah. than rap music. I feel like in rap, just at the pace everything's been moving, we're a lot quicker to... You know, move on and find new artists to listen to. Or like a new sound. But with pop, that's kind of how pop is. Yeah. If you're a Taylor Swift stan... What are you listening to besides... If the new song's coming out, you're listening to it. Yeah. That day. And you love it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is exactly what I wanted. And it sounds exactly the same. Yeah. I think a lot of people are so... They do do it for the money, so they're so afraid that that money's gonna go away if they change things at all. Yeah. But that just ends up being their demise anyways. Because I don't think I would listen to anybody if their sound was just exactly the same. Even artists that I love that kind of stay in the same sonic bucket. Yeah. They, like Tame Impala. They still change oh, it up yeah, from yeah. record to record. Yeah. Even though it's a sound that they do. Oh, very psychedelic rock sound. But yes. They can do it different sounds. Sound as opposed to... And they do good features and shit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think... That's another huge factor in, like, a extended career is, mm-hmm. like, features and shit like that. Yeah. Look at yeah. fucking Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> I when think... <laughs> multi-diamond a million years after he was I was talking about Old Road the other day. Were you? Yes. Oh, my. I'm disappointed. I was like, that is burned into my brain as, like, playing at prom. You know what sucks, too, bro, is that's going to be, like... People can act like it was such a pivotal point. Yeah, a defining moment Disgusting. of our generation. And it just wasn't. It's just going to be... It was Somebody just, was talking just, about that song like, being ass I until Billy Ray Cyrus got on there. I think that is a pivotal moment in culture. In culture, yeah. but not, but not sound, music. music and sound. But yes, I, believe, I, I, I agree with oh that for God. sure. That was kind of the beginning of the TikTok effect. Just like a song being TikToked the fuck out of... And because of that, everyone knew it. Everyone had an opinion on it. Even fucking old people. That's how widespread the TikTok effect was. And you still see that. This will be a hot today. take. I mean, wrap it up soon, but yeah, hot take. Yeah, gotta get out of here. Kind of fucking hate Young Gravy. I I'm do fine too. with that, yeah. I do too. Hot take. I, I just think, I think that y'all would agree. Yeah. But I think that there well, are people out there that be triggered by that. And I, I genuinely, like, I, he's another one of those artists where it's just 100% personality and shit. Yeah. But it's like, he doesn't sound good. It's all about being goofy and playful. Yeah. Which I'm all for sometimes. Like, Kendrick Lamar can kind of play into a little goofy role sometimes. 
But the only but he's also like probably works, one of the smartest people making music yeah, right now. That works because it's in tandem with him being super serious or super mm. emotional. And it's just like, I don't so know. So you are like a cartoon it, character. I, I have to take 100% it of the time, you're yeah. just like a goofy dumbass. Yeah, you can take funny stuff seriously if it's mm-hmm. like done well. And I'm not saying I have to sit there and be going like, oh my god, this song is some of the best stuff I've ever heard. But like, if I'm laughing to it and I'm enjoying it, I'm fine with that. But if it's just like blatantly just pant like goofy, yeah, I don't know. I just don't and think bad. It's like, what is he doing? That's like re- like revolutionary. Like, what are you doing to like to to? It sounds a lot. Like yeah, a it's lot just like you're just, stuff. you're doing. You pulling these samples like a fucking. What was the uh, one song you sampled that was really big? Uh, like the the new song that he put out that was big. It's uh, it sampled. Uh, fuck, what did it sample? It was uh, who? Kinder? Young Gravy. Young Gravy. Uh, oh, what was it, bro? It was. No, but I mean that's another good example. That one. So I, I was talking. He, he's literally playing on formula, like the same. It's the same structure of the song with sample. If that goes to what we were just saying. I was talking about this with Caroline yesterday because we've been watching uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel mm-hmm. on uh, Prime, which is really good, but there's like a bunch of stand-up stuff in it, and I really am not super in love with stand-up just because it's a lot of the time it's people trying so hard to be funny, and that's usually the shit that I don't find funny with motherfuckers just just like please laugh mm. please I I my existence here is to make you laugh and building on that what joke rapper is ever sustained Not given success? the same vibe I mean it's like what joke please laugh at yeah. this song. what joke rap has ever sustained success because back in the day it was Lil B well okay. y'all remember Lil B what's Eminem he's more of the joke rap though come on. Come on. Yeah, you can you have funny bars, but not... I'm talking about, like, Little Dicky, Young Gravy, those type of people with that... Prime example. Because even on those classics, which are very funny albums from Eminem, he has so much range. He has uh, If I Had a Million Dollars. He yeah. has songs where... Yeah. He has songs that can be funny yeah. from a certain perspective, but the shit where he's talking about, like, killing his, uh, his wife... It's baby mom. Songs about, you know, addiction and stuff like that, or mental illness. He doesn't, he's not just like a joker. Yeah, no joke rappers. He has some funny shit. And it's the same thing you were talking about, Kendrick. You're not a joke rapper because you have funny shit in there. Kendrick has some hilarious shit, but the difference is actual artistic intent instead of just being a clown. Yes. I mean, it's why albums, albums just aren't hard, like good albums are hard to come by. I, good albums sustain audiences and I think that's a big thing is that these people aren't worried about that they're worried about mixtapes or like TikTok ability yeah. you know, which, which is, is even a, grosser it's a stupid pursuit because like dude half the clips that are like TikTok trending they're only like good for like four bars or they won't even be like from an actual song mm-hmm. it'll just be from like a documentary intro or something or it'll be sped up to make it sound better yeah, or yeah. it'll be a remix to make so it sound there's better there's no way for you to like oh I'm making it let's make a TikTok song it's like okay what are you yeah, what are you making what is, what is that tell me what that is please like if you can define that you hashtag be- TikTok hashtag viral yeah. get the fuck out of here with this bullshit ass music yeah do y'all think music's in a good place right now? 
I think this year has been kind of eye-opening for me just as far as how shitty of a place music kind of That's is. That's why I'm now. more concerned with creation and less about like... He's I a creationist. I just want to... <laughs> I just want to... I just want to make it because... You know, just make it and appreciate people that make it because they love it. That's the biggest thing. If I've, I've learned to appreciate not what other people like as well. Because when you're younger, you're it's harder for you to like music than other people don't like. Mm-hmm. Because you feel kind of like... Like you don't have like a group of people. Especially if you really like music. I mean, if you don't really like music, then this means nothing to you. But... If you are you, if you're a person that really likes music and it's part of you, you're gonna when you're younger, especially you're gonna have to like something that your friend likes, or else you think it's weird. Mm-hmm. But the older I've gotten, for sure, it's just like I just appreciate people who make it for the sole purpose of making something that they feel like they've never heard before, or something like that. And it's just that's more independent kind of people. Yeah, it's a very different kind of music. Yeah. It's dying down, man. I mean, I fear that I'm getting older. <laughs> and. You fear it. You don't have to fear it. It's that you are getting older. I think it's crazy that like I don't really fear aging, but one thing I fear about getting older is just having my music taste kind of get stagnant over time. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of being like my dad listening to classic radio, which is just the same ten songs yeah. from his golden age over and over and over. It was pretty rough. It won't be like that for you though, because you already listen to more music. But. You know what I mean, though. Like, I don't want the defining musical moments of my life to be behind me already. There's always going to be something, though. You know, there's going to be something that comes out that blows your mind. Because... I'm waiting for it, It's harder... The older you get, the harder it is to blow your mind because the more you've heard. True. So there's that. When you're a kid and you listen to... And you turn on Kendrick for the first time, you're like, holy shit. Your mind's fucking blown. Because you're like, I've never heard anything that's this conceptual, that's this... That yeah. has this many different sounds, but uh, also kind of like stays in its own little bubble, and then it's just such a quality product, you know. Uh, and it came out when you were young, but and then you realize uh, some of the music your parents listen to is actually like that. You just didn't appreciate it for what it was because you're like, oh, that's lame. My parents listen to it, mm-hmm. so uh, and then I don't know. It's tough, and that's why I feel and like nostalgia is a huge factor. What is nostalgia? Yeah, yeah. like. If you have an inherent feeling about something, then that's not really going away anytime. Yeah, yeah for sure. I definitely listen to some music based on nostalgia already. Like shit, like from uh, from like middle school, I'll listen to that and be like, "Fuck, man, what a you time!" Know, you just instantly transport back then. It's such think, a crazy feeling. You have to think about all the music that doesn't connect to you because you're still only twenty two, though. Like, think about all the music that older people have made that is more about what it's like to be a little older that you don't appreciate now because you don't identify with that at all. Uh-huh. It means nothing to you. You've never experienced that feeling. And there's a lot of songs that I thought were trash back in the day that I that I like now. Like mm-hmm. Hey like uh, Hey Baby or whatever it was called. Yeah. I wouldn't have I probably wouldn't have liked that three, four years ago. But now I really f- like I what he said makes a lot of sense to me. It's just mm-hmm. like that's a, that's a good way to put it. You know? As opposed to being younger and not really yeah. Go, dealing with the same shit, that's for sure. Yeah. So there's always going to be the songs you identify with. But those also sometimes tend to be not necessarily the most experimental. They're just songs that kind of are pandering to your emotions. And I like the emotional connection and shit. I don't always need everything to be so different in yeah. weird. thought process, yeah. But I just feel like... Or a thought experiment. With some of that emotional shit, some of the times... 
when people are trying to kind of convey that emotion. Sometimes, recently, I've been like, okay, I've heard a song before that conveys that emotion better, and now I can't get into this the same way. Yeah, for sure. If it's done a dope way, it's done a dope way, Mm -hmm. but it has to connect with me in a certain way. And that's always how music's been with me. Yeah. It's definitely hard to like a song that's kind of like already had its oomph stolen from another one. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, oh, that one hit so hard. You ever had that where where like maybe there will be like a different iteration of the same bar that's just a little less punchy Mm. and it just makes you want to listen to the other song when you hear it? Yeah. I I get stuff like that. But on the other hand... There's a there's a time where you heard that they twisted up bar you've already heard before, but it was done so good. You're like and that was better. that was like so much better. That was yeah. so much better than that one. It's just tough, man. There's so much stuff out there that it's like it's it's so hard to be at the top of 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 rap or or production because there's so much stuff going on. And another thing too is I think there's a it's a very independent game right now in terms of like singular artists. Ah. Uh bands aren't as big of a thing in terms of mainstream money yeah. like it's all like just singular people and it's tough it's tougher to make like a, don't get me wrong all albums nowadays are still collaborative works no one's making an album all by themselves but when you were getting like a group of people collectively to make yeah. something together that product the potential of that product's always a lot yeah, higher it's incredibly because different. it's more there's more just more brain power going into it and you only one mind can only produce so many things you get tired quicker can't like bounce ideas off I think that's a lot of it too. The collaboration isn't, uh, I don't know the best way to put it, but the cl- collaboration just kind of isn't. I, I think it's like, common. It, it, not necessarily as common, but just as, as a celebrated. Yeah, not valued as much yeah. as it used well, to be. One of my favorite types of albums that I listen to is one rapper, one producer album. Or like two rapper, mm-hmm. one producer album. Because... That's just going to create a more cohesive body of work. Yeah. But it's also going to show the versatility of the both. artists and the yeah. producers. Because both of them have to get creative to do to multiple things. Yeah. That's another thing, too, is people want to make compromises. People want to do what they think is right. Like, Alchemist is, like, my favorite Love producer. And yep. he has a collab album with everybody. And that shows his fucking versatility because he'll have an album with uh, Boldy James mm-hmm. and it's gonna sound like this but he's gonna have an album with Larry Jude and it's gonna sound a lot different yeah for sure I think as a producer too you're also more prone to need make, to be able to do that making mm-hmm. compromises because I mean you're a producer there there have been more longevity producers than there have been longevity rappers I think in the yeah, past 10 years more people want to be that front guy you know yeah. They want, not necessarily the attention, but the, the money. Maybe it is the attention, too. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, producers aren't as celebrated. So, I mean... Yeah, and they never Definitely. Be. Even though they're the unsung hero of everything. For sure. Yeah, like that. They, there are people who think they don't deserve, like, 50% of the revenue of a song. And Get it's the just, fuck like, out of here. Half oh, my fucking God. Song. Unless you help me produce it. That's Sometimes another it's the better half of the song. That's a nif- yeah. another difference between like band culture back in the day and today. Because back then it always used to be, you know, you talk to anyone, they'd be like, you know, 
that guitarist is really good or who's your favorite drummer or shit like that. With a producer, all that shit is allocated into one. And because it's on the computer a lot of the time and it's not like an instrument, mm. not as much uh, people care about the skill behind it, even though, I mean, that probably takes more skill having to yeah. do multiple instruments and shit like that. Yeah. Electronic. You always, I will say this, you always are putting less on the line as a producer in terms of like how you're viewed or. Yeah. Because if you produce a song that's trash or controversial, it's not on you. Yeah. It's never on you. It's on, it's like a quarter. I just made the beat, yeah. bro. I didn't tell him to say that homophobic yeah. shit. I didn't. So I went to Caesars yesterday. I was just Caesars? I was wow. just I was just conveniently on Where the other the side of the that? river. Oh, okay, if I say it. Dude, yeah. I actually saw your snap map and was like, what the fuck is this man doing in Indiana that, right like, now? So wait, were you just like kind of casually gambling? Or was this like something you blamed? So part of the blame's gonna go to Connor because oh, his man. ass uh, ran out of gas on the other side of the river. Holy shit. So he was like, can you bait me up, bro? No one else. He's yeah. gonna pick me up. And I was like, alright, bro, I got you. So I was on the other side of the river anyways, and sounds like classic uh, But I was also deflection, but sure. What is it is it deflection? Is that what it's called? Yeah, he's trying to deflect blame. He said, mm, don't put it all on me. I also blame Caroline. Oh, yeah, <laughs> shut, yeah, shut the curtain. Uh that's get into it. Is it deflection? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Classic deflection. Deflection of responsibility, I guess, is the full I blame Cotter, and I blame Caroline, and I blame the fucking Lakers. Dude, so, for all the people who said they were going to win the fucking so, finals are stupid. Yesterday, bet on the Lakers, and I made a parlay on that game. So, I bet the why spread. Bet? Dude, why would you bet on the Lakers? Because they were going back to L.A., down 2-0, LeBron fucking James, Anthony fucking Davis, They've been one of the better teams in the playoffs. I've thought that the Nuggets are going to win this series, but they have been good. I, I Going back know. home you know down 2-0, that's going to... Sorry. Mopars are going to win that game coming back home. You know, it's different being at Denver the first two games and the altitude's getting to you. You're oh, really? That's a thing. That's no, a really fucking thing. I can't disagree because you're doing it. intense physical activity and all that. But like they do like the Olympic training and shit I up know. there, which is kind of the NBA. I don't think the problem with the NBA is you travel so much you can't really get used to climates. Imagine and altitudes playing on a full court with fucking jet lag. You know, there's just these are factors that people don't even think about. Yeah, yeah, because they only see them playing on the court. But, I mean, to be honest, though, I knew that this was, I, I'm going to get, I, I'll probably get clowned for this because I've never said anything on the finals, you know, publicly mm-hmm. until now. But my theory was whoever won the Suns-Nugs series was probably going to win it all. Because I thought that the sleeper pick, no, the media, which, I mean, it's always fucking ESPN's bullshit anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah. they all never said anything about the Suns winning the uh, chip. And I was just like, they're low-key the favorite if you ask me because they just got Kevin Durant or whatever 
they didn't want. I guess the media. Probably what it is. The media hates. They crashed. The they crashed <laughs> and burned though. So. They got down. They didn't go down three zero. But I bet on the point spread, and of course, yesterday's game they had Jamal Murray going the fuck off in the first half, and just everybody's hitting shots. The the Nuggets rolled over the Lakers. They didn't even have a particularly impressive game. And I also did a parlay, which I thought this was a lock. I thought this was about to make me a bag. So for a parlay, you got to have all the shit to hit to make the money. Mm -hmm. So I bet for Anthony Davis to have a double-double, he did. That's a lock. He he grabs rebounds for the Lakers. That's what he does. Uh, Jokic triple-double. Jokic fucking sold me last night, bro. He wasn't even playing. He was sitting on the fucking bench. Damn. So what you're saying is the Nuggets don't even need Jokic to beat the Lakers. The Jokic had a shitty game, and they just rolled over him. They let KCP hit shots on him. And, yeah. Jokic was the only one that didn't hit for me because I bet on Anthony Davis' points, every other game he's been really fucking good. That's like an actual stat, which well, is hilarious. Jokic was never Game one, AD goes crazy. Game two, he looks like prime Joe Schmo. Look at like me out there and shit. Fucking mm-hmm. just like a deer in head. I think every other game. It's generally the case that you either like start strong or finish strong. Yeah. If you can do both, you know, bless you, but like shit. Bro, you can live. Nobody's doing the whole game that yeah. consistent, and you either save your energy for the second half or you start as hard as you fucking can and hope that it's enough yep. to take the game. And that's what people have kind of been saying about LeBron, that he's kind of been conserving mm-hmm. his energy for these games that actually matter, which is yeah. how the Lakers won the championship last time. LeBron was taking pretty much a back seat until the finals, yeah. in which case he turns it on. You know, he's 37. I was about to say. 38. 38, yeah. Old ass fucking man. Yeah. So he's got to conserve his energy somehow. But his ass was just looking bad. That's why I didn't bet on him specifically, because he's just had such a weird, like, he's just been jacking up threes and shit. Because he's tired, bro. Mm-hmm. I saw this one video of him where he, you know, like the, <laughs> it was the meme where it said, uh, it was like, you, LeBron did the old head thing where they act like they're tired and then boost past you. <laughs> and he like dead ass did that, where he's like, he came up to the corner he came up to the corner three. You be dribbling all slow. Yeah, yeah he, he came up to the corner just like, uh, uh, and then boosted past yep. you. And it was like, that is such an old head move. It really <laughs> is, but it's like, it's kind of impressive every time you watch them do it, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's You got to do that, like, quick two-step, and then they're fucking behind you. But how would you even fall for that, though? Like, I understand he's 38, but it's still fucking LeBron. Yeah, like, come on, true. Man. The NBA, I, would, like, I don't <laughs> think anybody <laughs> should be out there yeah, underestimating like, him. Like, oh, like, come on, <laughs> Unfortunately, Father Time is undefeated. It's probably about LeBron's time. Yeah. I, I don't really think that he's got I think it's a lot of opportunity that there are to keep a lot doing of, it. Like old heads in sports where dude. it's like, dude, why are you not retired already? For sure he's Please. gonna I yeah. think the season after he plays with Bronny, I think it all falls down. Like it's gonna be like embarrassing after that because I think, you think he's all, got two good seasons left? Yeah. I think he's too motivated to not just because he mm-hmm. said so many times. He'd want to finish strong. The one person he wants to play with is Brownie. When you're determined, you're determined. I think that's the sole purpose he's even Still near what he is yeah. now at 38. I do think. I mean, he's not Tom Brady, man. Like, you can't sit in the pocket and throw a 
football, you got to be athletic. I do think that the Lakers' success this year has been pretty impressive, even though it is LeBron and it's all about championships at this point. This Lakers team should have even made the fucking playoffs. And yeah. they've made it and they're past the, they're Golden the State. Finals. They made it past the defending champions, and they made it past a very young Grizzlies team. I mean, to me, that this kind of certifies that LeBron's legacy is probably going to be forever better than Steph's because he's old. And he's still beating them. And he's still beating them. He's still beating them. They had Clay, Draymond, and Steph. Like, that's the big three that they've had this whole time. The one of a championship last year. Yeah. The longevity is just insane. Mm-hmm. But you will say that there's all these videos of him, of LeBron throwing up absolute bullshit. And people are just going like, no way, I'm going to tell my kid this is the GOAT. And I agree with that. Damn. Because he, he it's, it's so funny. The amount of hate LeBron gets is so funny, yeah. bro. It's the funniest hate I've seen on any, like, goaded player. Like, people hate Tom Brady just because he's really good. And I guess, I mean, he's a little weird outside of football. Yeah. But the hate, Le- yeah. the hate LeBron gets, I mean, everyone, here's the thing. Everyone understands that LeBron's one of the goats. I don't think they do. Some, I hear I people say some crazy shit about yeah. LeBron. And I don't even fuck with LeBron. I think those are just that. people that like to like, hate shit. I don't like LeBron. As a yeah. player, and I can say that and also say that he's top two all time, if not top one. He's not. Yeah. I see people not even put him in the top five. I see people putting Larry Bird above LeBron James. Yeah, that's Are you no, fucking serious? Get Larry Bird's, at, Bird's ass the fuck out of here, bro. Uh, yeah, no. 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 I've seen tons of shit like that, bro. I mean, he's up I've there. seen somebody put Hakeem over LeBron. And it's like, okay, it's to each his own, but. You don't see anyone leaving out Jordan. Jordan is always included in those lists. It's because whenever he played outside of the Wizards, outside of him playing for the Wizards, an assassin. Every time. Dude, I mean, for the longest time, he was like, he was like the Kobe mentality guy mm-hmm. before Kobe. They say he got that. older, did his own thing, came back, and still yeah. fucked it up. Yeah, because Kobe did model his whole shit off of Jordan. There's, but, there's a whole, there's definitely a thing to be said too for the the success rate of Jordan compared to LeBron. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, come on. It's also the level of competition, though. That's always gonna come up. That's so. Uh, that's such a hard argument, though. People, because like people, like, oh, LeBron lost to the Mavs. The Mavs team wasn't that good, but it's just like I don't even know. Kind of just statistically, as yeah. like Dirk. I mean, Dirk's just insane. Dirk is. Sports science sort of advances in like sports medicine. People, People are going to be on better supplements, going to be on better diets, have For better sure. workout routines. And so, just as you go on with time, every team is going to get better inherently by these factors that you can't even track. Or it's like, who was able to prepare for the longest? Yeah, that's, a, that's a very good point. Who has good fundamentals? Yeah, people say that, uh, like, in terms of like running, like, Mm-hmm. People haven't really necessarily gotten faster. It's just like the running shoes. Yeah, running shoes have gotten so much fucking better. The tracks are better. You mm-hmm. know? So we're not like, theoretically we might be a little bit faster, but not as, you know. It, there are the other mates. factors that you're yeah. not even Yeah, they used to run and grab like like little like at like like asphalt. Yeah. And they had like these like two inch spikes because like mm-hmm. it was so loose. You're never going to run as fast on that as you would on a track, like a yeah. rubber track, so. I do think, though, because we could talk about longevity in that way with LeBron 
in the way that medicine's gotten better overall. So if Jordan was in this area, he could have yeah. done the same thing where he lasted forever. Uh, but as far as... He ran out of love with the game because he was destroying mm-hmm. everybody. As far as uh, level of competition, LeBron beat the greatest team ever record-wise. Well, yeah. The, the greatest well, team ever made. But the team they had to beat, though, was the, was the Bulls. They only beat him by uh, what a, a game, right? Who? The Warriors beat the Bulls record by one game, I believe. 